Welcome to our tarot journey. Remember, tarot readings are not absolute truths, but reflections. As a tarot reader, I offer guidance without influencing your free will. Your decisions and actions post-reading are your own responsibility. Let's explore with respect and insight. Welcome to another fascinating episode of Contempo Tarot. Today, we're diving deep into the mystical realm to combat the presence of negative energy in your everyday life using the powerful practice of tarot. I have a feeling that this topic will resonate with each of you, offering a unique perspective tailored just for you. So, what exactly is negative energy? How can we spot it? in our day-to-day -day life? And more importantly, how do you banish it? In the first part of our episode, we'll explore these questions, providing you with valuable insights on staying grounded and cleansing yourself. This episode is not just about identifying negative energy, but empowering you to create your own unique and protected space. But that's not all. Stay tuned for the second part where I'll be diving into the mysterious, spoopy deck. It may seem cute at first glance, perfect for Halloween, but its messages are surprisingly deep and meaningful. Trust me, you won't want to miss what this deck has in store for us. For me, Negative energy is that instinctive feeling telling you that something is off about a person or a situation. It's a part of our intuition, manifesting in others and in ourselves, influencing our interactions and actions. This episode is all about acknowledging how negative energy can subtly attach itself to our lives, enchanting enhancing our psychic intuition. Today, with the spoopy deck, we're focusing on all things cute and pure to bring our concerns to the surface. It's an experiment, and I'll be sharing the results of working with this deck for the first time, something you definitely don't want to miss. In this part of our episode, we're unraveling the origins of negative energy and its impact on our surroundings, including our homes. Take, for instance, the tension we might feel with our family and relatives, a situation that contributes to an overall feeling of toxicity. When conflicts arise with our loved ones and we inevitably let them down, we're only human. The tension builds around us, so it's crucial to acknowledge and address these situations head on. To combat this is to face those difficult conversations, allowing for resolution, relief, and the opportunity to move forward with more productive and harmonious relationships. Occult studies delve into the idea that a person who has experienced trauma may carry that pain as a source of negative energy into their family home. This negative energy can affect everyone 
in its proximity, including children. It's a distinct and alarming concept that highlights the importance of understanding and addressing the potential sources of negativity within our homes. Negativity isn't confined to just our homes. It can seep into our everyday commute and workday, particularly for those well-connected to people and in jobs requiring high social and emotional intelligence. It's easy to internalize others' negativity. So I recommend staying grounded and protecting oneself is crucial in such, in such situations. If you ever feel off, I put off in quotes because that feels differently for everybody, but we all recognize this innate feeling that we have and physically heavy, it's a sign that you might have absorbed external negativity or energy that is simply not meant for you. You have to separate what is how you feel from someone else. Now, when it comes to ourselves, we have the power to cleanse our own energy and restore our own natural imprint. It's about recognizing when our energy is being altered and affirming to ourselves that we deserve a space free from negative influences. Taking proactive steps to cleanse and protect our energy is key to maintaining our authentic selves in the face of external pressures. The inspiration for today's episode struck me while working with a recent addition to my tarot collection, the deck I've been talking about all episode, the Spoopy Tarot Deck. Picture this. Candles flickering. Pink lights casting a warm glow and a genuine sense of joy as I envision myself as your guide through this mystical journey. The role of being your teacher and sharing insights on this podcast truly brings me happiness. As we dive more and more into the world of tarot, my aim is to serve as a guide, helping you discover new insights and perhaps reaffirming those hidden thoughts in the recesses of your mind. Tarot, after all, is a journey of embracing your intuition without a hint of doubt. It's about experiencing life with a heightened sense of magic, allowing the cards to unravel the mysteries and truths that lie within. This is a general episode with a spontaneous review of my new Spoopy Tarot deck and then talking about negative energy as an occult topic. And then I feel like we should have a little reading for the collective to end the episode off. I hope this is a good variety for everyone. And please let me know if you like listening to this format and information. 
as I was acquainting myself with the cards, I can immediately sense this wave of powerful energy and it kind of just swept through me. The spoopy tarot has a distinctive purple, fun, creative, like squishmallow cuteness, but with skulls. And I slid the cards um, out the box, and what caught my attention was the accompanying guidebook. And it has a lot of rich information. It has really good definitions and descriptions that stood out from my previous readings. The cards themselves, they're of decent size. They're very elegantly rectangular, and they have interesting, captivating images, and it also has text as well. And I must admit, I might have underestimated this deck initially However, the moment I started using it, an instant connection sparked to life. It's fascinating how sometimes the most unexpected decks turn out to be the ones that resonate with us the most. Anticipating the deck's guidance on the current happenings in my life, I was taken aback when, just moments later, a card gracefully flew out. It was the Six of Swords, and in this deck, this card often symbolizes the invitation of a new job, and lo and behold, I recently embarked on a new job. The synchronicity of this moment left me feeling a profound sense of universal protection. As I say, this is going to be collective read. This is going to be a past present and future three card reading i have a bit of frankincense stick burning smells so good it is really good for tarot to have when you're doing tarot or anything sort of creative and spiritual it really brings out the first card is Fortune. The second card is the Four of Skulls. This is telling me maybe somebody was in a fortunate situation. I take this as someone had it good. Maybe this person had financial help or they had personal help. Um, they had a strong support system or they had some sort of advantage in a situation given to them, maybe perhaps they didn't realize this and how good that they had it. And it's kind of due to your own sort of doing in the situation. And it's very Halloween. It's very like there might have just been this rebellious nature about you. There's a little bit of you having a good time. You are perhaps you are in a phase or you were in a phase not too long ago of 
partying and perhaps, I mean, it, it could be any sort of sin, guilty pleasure. Um, but I don't, I also don't see it as all encompassing. I think it's just something that probably contributed to the situation and sort of the reversal of fortunes, if you will. And I think you need to go back to a time when your ideas had meaning because this new situation that you're in is kind of forcing you to look at the situation with a more perhaps open mind. This is what's going to carry you. And I'm really interested to see what comes next. I just want to see if I can find the definition and just see what the book says about these cards just to compare. And it says, Each flicker of the flame changes the entire world. Fortune is a karmic response for all your good deeds. Or maybe it's just luck. It depends on what the stars have written for you today. The point is, it's not something that's up to you. As the hermit dismisses the fool to return to their journey, the fool meets fortune, a jack-o'-lantern, on a porch. In watching the flame dance, the fool sees the cycles of life, unpredictable and unavoidable. You'll get better at predicting these patterns, but none of us will ever defy them. They're older than we are, and they serve a greater purpose. Just enjoy the ride, because tomorrow's draw will be different. Beautifully on point. Minor arcana. It's not a pentacles. It's not a cups. The shapes are just so different to what I'm used to. It's not a wand. The Three of Swords. This message really is for the present. And the Three of Swords symbolizes great heartbreak, mental anguish, and even war. It conveys arguments and tension impossible to resolve. If you've drawn this card, what hurts the most is the miscommunications if you only knew what to expect. It feels like the cause of pain, whether it's a romantic partner or new legislation from your country, is a betrayal, abandonment, rejection. And it seems like they're just making it up as they go, no regard for you. During this time, it's important that somebody hear out your griefs. You won't make it to the other side alone. Consider negative thoughts as healthy to be aware of. Don't make any long-lasting decisions now. The energy around you won't support them, and they'll backfire. Focus on recovery. So in this recovery phase... What does that mean for you? Recovery is an acknowledgement that you've grown up, that 
you are ready to move on from old habits to routines and you are just in a space where you are aware what doesn't serve you anymore as far as the people you want in your life and as far as ideas and goals and situations and jobs and the things that you're pursuing and whether or not that really is actually fulfilling you and we all ask ourselves this question especially periodically every so often me I ask myself this question a lot because I don't know really what I want to do for the rest of my life career-wise and I envy people that do so we're gonna get into the next card those were the definitions from spoopy from the guidebook we have the page of wands i feel like this is definitely on the path to recovery i think the page of wands it can either represent two things it's either an idea that you have that is small and in its infancy stages of development or it's year early on in your recovery journey as far as you know completely that you still need to make these improvements in your life because they are going to make you happy in the long run a lot of tarot readers they don't read for for pregnancies or for babies and it's just a very sensitive topic and there's a lot of ethics that are written in that and some readers that do and some that don't why they don't for example they definitely as i i see this card as maybe have kids or you want kids i'm feeling like this is somebody that wants kids and the page of wands is like the kind of way you want to raise your kids and how you as a parent would be some of that is taken from the way that you grew up in your experiences too. Different and unique experiences that make us who we are and make us diverse. What we bring to the table I think is fantastic. Thank you so, so much for being a part of the reading today. I would like to do this again soon and please let me know if you want to collaborate on a future podcast episode. I am very much interested and open to that so I can't wait and thank you all for listening. Goodbye!